On this week's episode, did Avatar find its way above water? Can Blockbuster Video finally be put to rest? And is the Toys R Us revival in Macy's a good thing? All this and more as we once again delve into the pop culture cosmos. Welcome to the Pop Culture Cosmos. And we're back with another episode of the Pop Culture Cosmos. This is Gerald Glassford for Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us at the pop culture cosmos game source inside sports fantasy football the lakers fast break our great friends at the koopa dgen so go ahead and check out koopa dgen today right there for you on twitch of course, also as well, popculturecosmos.wordpress.com. The Happy Hoarder, Josh, is so busy right now at the Happy Hoarder. He was just at the Richland Mall in Texas right there selling all weekend long. He's exhausted, so I had to go ahead and tell him, you need a day off, my friend. You come back later this year for year-end special. So go ahead, take some rest. You've been working nonstop. The counter is right there for you with your own great business, The Happy Hoarder. If you want to see what he's selling and maybe get a piece of it yourself, go ahead and stop by thehappyhoarder.com or The Happy Hoarder on Facebook. Plus our good friends, the vampires and Vitae, Melinda and Robbie, and the whole gang are right there for you. Of course, vampires and Vitae and Wild Beyond the Witchlight and Wizards and Wine on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to all that today. Like that all that today. And do whatever you can to support all of that today. And if you can, it is sincerely appreciated. But it wouldn't be a pop culture cosmos without a good friend of mine. And I've got tons of good friends, but not many are better than a good man indeed. I have known this man, well, he would say fortunately. But on the other way around, is probably unfortunately for him, over a decade now. He was a mainstay for us at GameSource in YourGameSource.com. He has been a mainstay whenever I needed help and I needed to go ahead and tell Josh he needed a break for us right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. He's a good man indeed. You've got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today on Twitch. Like I said, lots of gaming action for you right there at Koopa DJN. It is my very good friend. It is Jamie Monroy, a.k.a. Koopa DJN. Great to have you back in the house once again. So great to be back. It feels like forever, but it feels like just yesterday. Just yesterday. That's almost song lyrics, man. Did, are you sure you weren't reading a Hallmark card? Oh, it was close. Okay. I don't. I don't want to know what that copyright thing's like. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, the last thing we would need is any more copyrights. That brought down Game Source on YouTube very, very quickly, and we won't talk about that. But once again, it is the Pop Culture Cosmos. We have a great show lined up for you. We will be talking, as I talked about on Friday, about the results, the first weekend results of Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Was it a hit for James Cameron and Disney, or was it not quite the things they were looking for as far as a cultural repeat of the event that was known as Avatar. We'll go ahead and talk about that coming up in the show. Plus also as well, as a superhero fanboy deluxe that I've known all my life with him, which is, again, over a decade now. Make me feel old. Yes, yes. Emphasis on old. I wanted to ask him real quick his thoughts on the DC restructuring, the possible out of Wonder Woman, the definite out of Henry Cavill as Superman. I want to hear his thoughts on that. Plus, Aquaman 2, after that, Jason Momoa probably is no more as well. So we'll talk about that coming up in a bit. Plus, also as well, it is almost that time you need to go and panic mode if you haven't figured out what to get for that pop culture fan in your life. So 
I know he has some last minute Christmas gift ideas. I have some last minute gift ideas that I'd love to tell you about. And he does as well. Some of my stuff is repeat, but I have not heard what he has to say. So I'm interested to hear what he has to say coming up on the show. Blockbuster was canceled this past week by Netflix. We'll talk about if this could buy, if this could finally be the dirt. If this is finally the dirt on the grave of Blockbuster. And if Netflix is gleefully the one that's doing it putting all that dirt on the grave of Blockbuster. That's coming up on the show as well. Plus another game, another round of what's in the box right here for you. It's Think Right. Think Right Technology sent me this awesome box. What's in the box? I'll tell you on the show as well. But first, my friend, I also want to go ahead and mention that Toys R Us revivals are in the house, so we'll talk about that on the back end. But first, it is Avatar 2, The Way of Water, earning an estimated $434 million, probably thereabouts after all the final tabulations come in, because, you know, it's still estimated, you know, as far as what it was supposed to do tonight as we're recording this, but about $430, $435 million worldwide at the box office, 300 of which is international 134 which is here in the united states where at one time i'd say about 10 days ago is about 175 to 180 estimated million as far as what it was going to be taking in just by tracking receipts and things of that nature interest and all that it actually is not even close to that and it's actually not even close to black panther wakanda forever International, again, I, as I said before on the Friday show, I thought that the international audience would support this movie. And for now, it looks like it has. Yeah, it's true. I think Way of the Water got a little soggy for him. Ooh, he's been waiting for that pun. I have like been waiting eight for minutes that and for at seconds. least that long. At least that long. But history did not repeat itself. And I think that's what they were really, really hoping for. They're hoping for one of those easy cash grabs i want to say where they could slap that avatar name on it and it was good to go right well the thing is with avatar it never really earned a hundred million dollars in any weekend at domestically or the box office it made about 75 million i think off the top of my head right thereabouts but it kept on making 75 50 60 70 weekend week out weekend week out it had some extremely long legs of any movie of its kind i think the only thing i compared to recently are the spider-man no way home top gun maverick yeah, movies. i was gonna say far from home and like maverick i think were the only ones that even came close and those aren't even that close still no no because avatar was a thing for over a year at the box office so my question to you is again international i think is still going to support this movie long term whether it does as well as it did back in 2009 is yet to remain to be seen, and I don't think it's going to do that, but it's still going to be very strong international-wise. But my question to you is, do you think in the age of streaming, the inevitable Disney Plus run that it's going to have, and the fact that, well, so many people now, even though James Cameron is beating it over everyone's head that you got to go see it in the theaters on IMAX and 3D, but with those nice 60 70 and 80 inch 4k television sets that we all have now in the age of that do you really think it's going to be in the theaters that amount of time that it needs to be over a year year and a half in the making i don't think it's going to have that kind of run not these days these days there's movies that should have had longer runs i feel in theaters these days that haven't you know, they're in, they're out, or look at the ones that they're in for maybe 30 days tops and straight to a streaming platform. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, for instance, uh, Knives Out, the sequel, that was only in limited amount of theaters for a couple of weeks. And of course, it's coming out next week on Netflix. I really think that Netflix left a lot of money on the table by doing that, not just putting out for like four to six week run. Let's go ahead and say do that before Netflix. Just do a full 2000 
3,000 theater run like that here domestically or worldwide, some really nice good number there. And I think they would have really generated a lot more dollars there. I think also as well, when it comes to what we see with other movies, like you said, Strange World by Disney, that was a flop at the box office. That you want to get out of the theaters as fast as you can and put that on Disney+. Plus. So it's, again, these these companies should work with the theater owners very carefully and say, you know what, I've got something that's not making you any money at the theaters. Let me take it out now, this one, and let me replace instead that might generate more funds for you. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Because inevitably, I'm going to date myself here, but inevitably... <laughs> All these streaming platforms, when it pulls these movies, you know, to them like that, it's just the same scenario as back, you know, when there was dollar theaters. Yeah. So if a movie was flopping in the major theaters, it got pushed to those dollar theaters quick. But those yeah, top end movies, eight, people go out to you, Gen Z would look at you like, "What are dollar theaters?" What's man? a dollar theater? Right. Right. But I mean, that was the that was what we had. We had no streaming platforms, so. A dollar theater was our equivalent of, well, hey, let's go see something on the cheap and see if it's any good. There's still kind of like a remnants of one about maybe, what, 10 minutes away from us on Flamingo right there for you? So. Yeah. Or Tropicana. It, I'm sorry, Tropicana, it, the Trop Theaters. If it's open this month, then you're never I, gonna... I don't. I don't know if it's still even open, but yeah, I know it's the building still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a swap meet or something right now. So. Who knows? Yeah, not a dollar theater anymore, I would imagine. Or Definitely a budget not theater, a dollar per se. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, nothing's a dollar anymore these days. But no. I will say that it is some disappointing numbers, I think, when Disney sits down, Bob Iger sits down with the Disney crew, sits down with James Cameron. I know that they already have Avatar 3 already in the bank. I know that's already something that's going to come out 2024 as a done deal. But... James Cameron said this movie has to make a ton of cash in order to make its money back on the film because they filmed both of these movies back to back. And also for the existence of his envisioning of at least a five movie set. Of course, they say the same things about, you know, some other of these, these movies as far as uh, what we see, the Fantastic Beasts, for instance. Supposedly that will be a five movie set, but it doesn't look like that with a way HBO Max is, uh, you know, cutting some films here and there. Yeah. But when it comes to what we're seeing with Avatar, it's kind of iffy now with the kind of returns we're getting and the initial investment. It no longer can rely on DVDs and Blu-rays to go ahead and sell Buko Bucks for years on end afterwards. Your thoughts on if there is going to be a big future or maybe a tempered future for the Avatar series? I think there's a future, but it's definitely got a ticking clock on it. You know, it's it's not... I think their vision was a 2009 vision, and times have changed to the point that that long game like that is just not feasible anymore. But look... Look what they did beating the Fast and the Furious series into the ground. And to think they wanted 12 movies, 12, until the unfortunate, you know, accident. They wanted 12 movies. So they scrambled, you know, I guess they're cutting it off at 10. Well, it's kind of 11. Right. But they, and then they tried with the spinoffs. And it's, just, it's, it's not there. And that long game's not there anymore. So I, I still think, think that they got to go ahead and grease out a series or something related in the universe after this, the movie series is done, just to make sure Peacock could get something out of it. Oh, absolutely. And I think that falls in tow with Avatar. Disney Plus yeah. is going to have to come up with something on their end to keep that alive going into this third film. That's Especially if they want to generate the money. That's different, though, because the sheer cost involves... Do you actually... I mean, oh, it's insane. I, I know it is insane. And that's the thing I'm saying, because, you know, with Andor that's come out and, you know, the Marvel shows, they do have some special effects houses that they lease out to and they budget out to not just Lucasfilm or, or whatever the Marvel ones use. They lease out to companies all over the world to go ahead and cover for the special effects. But they try to do it when it comes to the TV shows on a budget. Because, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So look at Agents of Shield versus you know things we saw cinematically. There's a humongous exactly. difference. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like Avengers Endgame as compared to Loki or, you know, something of that nature. I just big difference. A big difference. And I I'm not sure if I'm sure they will try most likely to generate something for a Disney plus audience directly in the avatar universe, just to make sure they're trying to squeeze every dollar that they can. But I would want to make sure first that, that the movie audience is still there. And right now, the movie's getting okay reviews. People are saying, it's, is it worth staying in there? They're not sure for three hours and 50 minutes. Remember with previews and the Oppenheimer trailer, which we just saw that, you know, including that, that's going to give you another 20 minutes beyond that. So you're talking almost a four hour commitment that you have to make. It's really just so hard for audiences to go ahead and do that if you're not giving them an outstanding event. And even though it's visually striking, the substance for a lot of people is just not there this time around. So I really think it's going to be hard for Avatar to remain at the top of the heap when it comes to all the stuff, especially with all the shots that that James Cameron's been making on Marvel and Star Wars these past few years. Star Wars has had hard times, even. Marvel's had hard times. So really, I think it's going to be hard for Avatar to sustain the high level of, of excellence that it definitely so tries so hard to achieve. You're listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Don't touch that dial. Wait, do, do people still use dials? For the latest news and information, analysis and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. And I also think that third movie is going to have to do with a lot of these people I see are trying to do is calling that audible of realizing, you know what, let's go back to basics, go back to what brought us to this dance in the first place. And you see it a lot happening with a lot of these companies and a lot of the, you know, franchises and series going forward here, rolling out in the future in the next, you know, maybe five years, you see where a few of them are starting to go, "Ah, you know what? back it up a little bit yeah. let's go back to where we started a little and slow it down because i don't see it outgrossing at this point it may it may outgross top gun maverick with 1.4 something billion i think i was talking about on, on the friday show mm-hmm. it may reach that probably not it'll probably fall below that which i think has got to be a, you know normally people would be doing backflips for that but when it comes not to a movie case, so expensive, yeah. yeah, for Avatar, no, not really. But did they kind of shoot themselves in the foot, you know, putting themselves in that position that they have to do it that that way? Well, it this has is to all be the control. So expensive. Well, this is the control of James Cameron. You know, remember James Cameron also was doing this with when he started out Avatar Two: The Way of yeah. Water. It started out as a 20th Century Fox with 20th Century Fox. It was not Disney. Disney bought into this studio when they bought the studio. So they bought into this film when it was already well under production. In fact, it may have already been finished on that end. And then they may have been working on three or I don't know where they were stood, but you get the drift. It was still close. Yeah, it was already well too much in the process for them to back out. Everything else, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time Disney had their hands on it and the, you know, the sale went through, it's like, okay, I guess you got to do it. You're already doing it. So. And do you think that brings changes for three though? Do you think Disney's going to try and get their thumbprint on it a little more now that they have the control? Maybe. Yeah. That's a good question. I would do so, especially if the returns are not great. If the movie does make a billion two billion three maybe go ahead and give james cameron still some uh still some leverage on that but if it doesn't make the kind of numbers that's going to even be break even that they want then maybe like you said yeah disney might step in i mean you saw the same thing with nolan with tenet he had to be in theaters had to be in theaters cannot be on hbo max day one cannot do that cannot do that well you saw what happened to it 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 didn't do anything near what it needed to do in the theaters partially because of, of what was going on in the world and the environment at that time. But 
you know, his adamant subs, you know, he, and it's got to be released now when it could have been, you know, uniced. I would have iced that thing for two, three years until, you know, appropriate time where an audience could see it, even though, again, it's a movie that you have to get and understand. And I'm not sure everybody would have gotten it and understand it. That's beside the point. But when it comes to, you know, the control that these directors, some of these directors have, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's not for their own good. No, sometimes the ego gets in the way as much as I hate to say it that way. It's just that's how it seems. Absolutely. But we'll see with Avatar 2, The Way of Water, doing $434, $435 million worldwide at the box office, 300 of which is from the international audience, which, again, is very much proving that they're coming out strong for the film. Meanwhile, the U.S. is showing that mm, we saw it. We're going to see it. It's doing pretty good, but not quite the level that Disney was hoping for. So what are your thoughts out there on the future success of the Avatar series after watching or hearing the news on Avatar 2, The Way of Water? Please let us know your thoughts. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. And speaking of which, the Oppenheimer trailer, which came out in the trailers that you see before the Avatar movie itself. What were your thoughts on that? Because Oppenheimer, if you're not sure, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. It's his first movie with Universal because he left Warner Brothers after the, after being with them forever, after the fiasco that went down with Tenet. He's now a Universal, made this film. It's, uh, again, uh, about the guy who originated the atom bomb and we all know what happened there but your thoughts on this Cillian murphy does an excellent job in so many other things peaky blinders which is an underrated hit to everyone out there that it has a chance to see it everyone that sees it absolutely loves it what are your thoughts on oppenheimer after watching the first trailer the first I, real trailer I should first say. real trailer yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Not, not a teaser yeah not first a teaser. real trailer yeah first I, real trailer. i'm very much looking forward to july okay yeah i i can't wait to see that like you said star studded mm-hmm. i mean my boy's in there robert downey jr is in this movie so I mean, come on it's got to be good this is this we're gonna find out why iron man died this is why iron man died guys this is uh, why <laughs> yeah well universal does have a little bit of that when it comes to the avengers you know when you go to theme parks and all that well, so. let's be real universal has a way of coddling their you know their people too they take care of their people come on give up the hulk though give up the hulk get it back to marvel yeah that part that part i try to tell him yeah oh well but oppenheimer i think uh looks really intriguing obviously he's telling the history and story of the man himself and and what became to be as far as his creation is concerned and i'm not going to go ahead and go there because obviously it's been such a destructive force and has has shattered many lives and and, you know obviously we know about what the atom bomb and the destruction can create but the individual himself behind it what was he might have been thinking and and doing in that process so i'm really uh, intrigued to get into the mindset of oppenheimer as far as hopefully seeing maybe a portrayal of it that's good that maybe gives us a little glimpse behind the man himself and hopefully that will that will be taking place in july late july when it comes around as oppenheimer so looking forward to that. But before we head to the break, my friend, I wanted to get your thoughts on the DC restructuring. Speaking of Christopher Nolan's old company, which was Warner Brothers DC slash Discovery slash whatever they want to call themselves today. The DC restructure going on with Peter Safran, and of course, James Gunn. Going there and, and just swooping everything seemingly they had their issues last week as far as the controversy with Patty Jenkins maybe being out as far as director of a future Wonder Woman, possibly Gal Gadot being out with her on a possible future for Wonder Woman. We don't know what that will be as far as a future for Wonder Woman. With uh, Aquaman 2, it is now pretty much, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but it's pretty much thought of as the fact that this will be Jason Momoa's last turnaround as Aquaman, maybe he's been offered Lobo as a character, as an alternative, and you know something other than that. And then Superman, we heard late last week after you know Henry Cavill, 
appeared in the end credits there for Black Adam saying, I'm back. I've left The Witcher. I'm all good now. Come back to you, DC. Peter Safran and James Gunn said, eh, eh, eh. no, you ain't. But they said it nicely. They all came to a nice agreement on it. They were very polite to each other. They all spoke good things to each other on social media as only they can. You know, you know, don't want to know the inside scoop on that. Although, yes, we want to know the inside scoop, but just a tad. Just a tad. But, it, you know, I'm not feeling bad for Henry Cavill because he handled it very graciously. And he was also in exchange given the Warhammer 40K series on Amazon. So that's not a bad deal if you can get it. So. Maybe even, you know, James Bond, Mass Effect. Now he can go ahead and do some of these other things. People even talked about him being in Knives Out, a threequel. You know, there you go. So, you know, the future's still looking good for Henry Cavill, sans Superman, even though I know he was very disappointed that he wanted to come back to this role and is no longer going to be a part of it. They're talking about a younger Superman and all that. But I know you're a big superhero fan. As a big superhero fan, what are your thoughts before we head to the break? Um, I'm not too mad at it. I was kind of confused where they were going to go with that whole end credit scene anyways. Mm. You know, with as far as how long it's been. Those were just two friends. They, they're they're good friends. Uh, yeah, him, and, him and Rock. Rock. Just... Rock wanted Henry Cavill back, got Henry Cavill back, and that was just two good friends. Uh, really wanted a future together in the movies. And, yeah, yeah. Just, um, Maybe in another movie they're coming. <laughs> you never. I mean, they did. And remember, you said they had a little gentleman's agreement as far as when they parted ways, and they did yeah. say that they wanted to look forward to working with him in the future. They didn't say what aspect that was. Kevin Feige might step in and say, "No, no, no. Oh, sorry, James Gunn. I might might uh, be, you know, getting him in for there for Captain Britain. That's been talked about. True. I mean the the." One door closes, right? That, yeah. that, there's a reason well, for that him, there's a lot more open up. And if you think about it, I think this whole thing looks like it's trying to sweep under or erase the Snyderverse, so to say. I think that's what oh, they're yeah, that's, inevitably that's... is. The end game is to erase it completely. Yeah, yeah. That's Which who can blame them? Yeah. They, the way we're very adamant too to say that yes, this is a younger Superman, but it's not an origin story. Right? Yeah, they were very quick to point out that it is not an origin story. They just want the young reporter, you know, Clark, fresh out of Kansas, Clark Kent. No, I Which, agree. That's I agree. Fine, you know, but how do you not say that that's an origin story? Still, uh, granted, he already has his powers at that point. He knows what he's doing. He's trying to come into his own, mm-hmm. but it's still a small bit of an origin story if you think about it. But you're, I think you're right on the Snyderverse. They want to get rid of the Snyderverse in the worst possible way. Ezra Miller has already gotten rid of himself after The Flash, after all the legal trouble that he's gotten into. Jason Momoa, I thought, was the safest one of them all because, you know, his bro dude, Aquaman, has seemingly been such a hit with audiences. Aquaman made over a billion dollars. If Aquaman 2 makes over a billion dollars and you still send him away... That really seems like a not too bright move there, but you're right. If they do, that really tells me that they want out of the Snyderverse in the yeah. worst way. Yeah. I mean, let's hope they don't, because like you said, that would be really you know odd for them to do, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either, man. Yeah, just again, you want to put your own mark on it. I don't blame him. If we went in there, we'd probably want to make our own mark too, but if you do, then where does that leave the Joker with its sequel with Lady Gaga playing her own version of Harley Quinn? And then you've got what's going on with the Robert Pattinson. You're going to leave that in there, the Batman. What about Peacemaker? Peacemaker is probably going to be good because, you know, look who directed that, James Gunn. You know, that's probably, a, a, you know, if anybody in this DC universe is probably Suicide Squad members. Most of them are probably good because and James got that part funny. Yeah, whose name is written around everything that's been good in the DC universe? Not all of it's good, but most a lot, though a lot yeah. of it. And yeah, that's this. That's I. I don't want to say it's the scary part, but this guy, you know, I mean, like the first Aquaman made a billion dollars. People left think that's his a mark good movie. in Marvel, and then is leaving his mark in the. D- I mean. Because James Wan, as far as the one, comics correct? go, what's that? James Wan directed the Aquaman movie, correct? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, I mean. I mean, I. but did, this is it. Did did the DC Universe find what it needed? Is it is this truly the complete answer? I know. And again, I'm not going to complain. I know. I know. Josh is not very happy, and I was hoping he would come on so he could do that. But I know he's really tired. So I said, just stay home. Just share your thoughts on another day. You know you will. So I said the whiteboard for DC has always been messy. So I guess this is the opportunity to clean I it up. I think this is. This is coming through, cleaning up a little bit and tying some things together. I'm cleaning it up now. All right, I'm cleaning it up. I'm cleaning it up. All right. So I guess you got to do it. You got to do it. But what are your thoughts out there on the changes at the DC universe? Please let us know your thoughts. Pop culture cosmos at Yahoo.com. And if you're ready to talk toys, I haven't stopped talking toys. Let's get to it. It's the Jay and Rob Toy Show, and we're back for season two for 10 more episodes of Toy Talking Goodness. And this time, we talk Marvel figures, we talk DC figures, holy grails, play sets, what if scenarios, and so much more. But we're not alone. We've brought a few friends with us this time. All that, and of course, our action figure spotlight. So check out the Jay and Rob Toy Show season two exclusively on Jinx Esports TV Canada. One half hour down, one half hour to go here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. I'm having a good time with my good friend, Mr. Koopa D. Jen, Mr. Jamie Monroy. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing and all the damage he's creating and all the things he's, uh, you know, virtual things he's getting rid of today at Koopa D. Jen on Twitch. Not doing anything bad in real life, no, just doing no. a whole bunch of bad on, on the video game online. scene. Yes, but it's all part of the game. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes. When you're playing Call of Duty, you're not exactly being an angel in Call of Duty. Yes. Of course not. No. Of course no. not. I watched you your be. streams. You yes. can't be. Yeah, you can't be. Can't be indeed. But my friend, still a half hour to go. One of the things I did want to talk about before we get into last minute Christmas gift ideas was something that really trended when I shared the story on our Pop Culture Cosmos page on Facebook. A whole bunch of people commented on it. A whole bunch of people liked it, laughed at it. It was, and the irony is there in spades. And that was the news that the blockbuster series that was on Netflix for a hot minute, 10 episodes. I actually did have a great interview with two former blockbuster video managers who shared their thoughts on it. And really didn't like it uh, had some great memories of their own i thought it was trash and apparently so did a lot of other people because it was not very well watched it was not very well attended it never reached the top 10 on netflix and was subsequently canceled by netflix seeing how many years ago blockbuster had the chance to purchase Netflix for what I think twenty million or some paltry, some paltry number, some paltry Somewhere number, in the, some yeah, some paltry number in the scheme of businesses buying business type thing. They had a chance to buy off Netflix, and in the end, irony upon all irony, about twenty years later, Netflix finally killed off Blockbuster. Let me ask you the question, my friend: Is this truly after Netflix gleefully? greenlit a series on their platform on Blockbuster and that probably even more gleefully as I stated in the comments as well probably with such glee they were in a no-lose situation if it becomes a hit and they keep on running they make money off of it if it doesn't then you know what they get to kill off something that they probably wanted to do for a long time anyways yeah I mean, it was a case of them showing their own history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, remember, was you I, you know as well as I do, Blockbuster's comments back then was, no one's going to really, no one wants to get their movies in the mail. Because that's how Netflix started. What did Blockbuster inevitably end up doing right before it ended up dying out? They actually had their own get your dvd blu-ray by mail service for and a you can small return it time. to the store and you could return uh-huh. the store got involved with sat- they i think they were purchased by a satellite one of the satellites yeah the dish it was network. dish yeah now, dish network, where did yeah. that make any sense when yeah. they were totally against that idea yeah absolutely and it just and became... they could have had that right there right yep. there right there 
too little, too late. And I mean, they're I down to one store. There's one store in Oregon still left. That was what, what the series was loosely based off of being one of the last stores out there. It's Netflix pulling that scab off again. Like, guess what? Oh. remember, guys? Remember, we did it once before. We'll do it again. Yeah, they they enjoyed this. They absolutely oh, yeah. enjoyed this. Not only like mocking, said, it's a, they, mock, they mocked win, them. Win. With, just greenlining the series was mocking it. And then oh, yeah. canceling it was mocking. They they absolutely just are loving this at Netflix. Yeah, okay, maybe cost them a little money. It was a failed series. This is a write off for them. Absolutely, in the best way possible. Absolutely. But the thing is, that got me, and the reason why we're talking about it so long, and the reason why it's a story on our, as far as the current trends, is because so many people were talking about it, and I'm yeah. talking about it from the fact I don't think they are as far as the Netflix end of it. They're talking on the fact because they were fans or knowledgeable about Blockbuster and have those memories, which is always funny because the fact is, well, if you love Blockbuster so much, you should have supported. Where were you when they needed you? Yes. That's how I looked at it. Yes. I was there up until the time they closed their doors only because they had a really good, you know, monthly plan for video games. You could go, you know, pay like it was like five something or you know almost 10 bucks and it would covered you for the whole month however many rentals and you never got late fee you keep it as long as you wanted so that worked out well but it wasn't enough to save them obviously but it's like you just said all these people are so upset you know oh how could they you know why oh but where were they the ones with the memories you know if they were former employees and whatnot that's different they were there up until the point that those doors closed wherever they were, you know, or things like that. Mm-hmm. But as customers, as, you know, fans or whatever you want to call them, where were they when they needed them? You want to be so upset. Well, where were you when they needed you the most? Absolutely. You weren't around, you know. What you're saying now is it going to help them. They're, they're, it's long gone. I don't want to say forgotten because obviously not forgotten. We've seen the comments. Definitely yep. not forgotten, but I mean, that's just Netflix can do that. It's like a yo yo, they can just play with that all they want because they own that history, yeah, so to speak, especially now. And uh, last thing before we go ahead and move on is is this the death knell for Blockbuster? Is this the final stake in the heart of Blockbuster? Is this the last time we will? you know, see any really big uh, or any kind of anywhere near big kind of accounting for Blockbuster outside of a mention of pop culture history. You'll see, a, like, again, like a Captain Marvel where they'll pop in a Blockbuster store or some kind of some guy, you know, like Josh when he wears his Blockbuster t-shirt or something like that. Like, a, you know, Atari at least is still around trying to make games, and I actually will mention them here in a bit. But when it comes to Blockbuster... You know, when it comes to Toys R Us, even we, we talk about Toys R Us, the back end of the show, we see what Toys R Us is still being revived. Do you think there is still or can be some life left in Blockbuster yet? Honestly, with things the way they have gone, <laughs> especially as of late, it wouldn't surprise me. It definitely would not surprise me if you saw maybe Blockbuster pop up a kiosk like a red box all of a sudden. You know, or something like that. Just to keep that, because there's definitely that nostalgic fan base, Blockbuster people, if you're listening out there, come on. There's been other versions of Redbox. I mean, obviously you've got the fan base. Let's see if those fans will put up or shut up. But, but I mean, I I honestly think there could be something, really. There honestly could be. Never know. You never know, indeed. But what are your thoughts out there on a possible end? Of Blockbuster after the cancellation of the Blockbuster series by Netflix. A, do you think this is truly the end of Blockbuster? And B, how much joy do you think Netflix took in actually making and killing off this Blockbuster series on Netflix? Please let us know your thoughts. It's been something a lot of people have been talking about at the Pop Culture Cosmos page on Facebook. But please let us know your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. My friend, there's still a lot more to talk about before we head on out. Wanted to go ahead and get your thoughts on some last-minute Christmas gift ideas for the pop culture fan in your life. I've got a few. I know this is going to be some repeat 
you know, eh, conversations that I'm going to repeat mentions that I'm going to make. So let me hear your thoughts on some good last minute gift ideas for people out there in the pop culture realm. Wow. Good last minute ideas. There's some really nice monitors that just came out as far as I know Samsung's got some really nice ones that are out. Always, you know, yes. I agree. You can afford that high end and you want that high end monitor. Definitely. They're the way to go right now. In my opinion, definitely really nice. What else? I mean, Logitech has some new wireless gaming mice out that are top notch and not too expensive, pretty affordable as far as, you know, your wireless mice go and everything. So there's definitely something to look into there as well. I know I always need, I always need to look into new mice. I have horrible luck with those. I think I'm just too rough with them. It's all that Call of Duty, like you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Call of Duty, there's a lot of merch out right now on their shop on sale. Falls in with everything. So, you know, who doesn't like that? Sport, you, sport yourself Call of Duty merch if you want. I know I might want a you know, new sweatshirt or something. I don't know if it necessarily has to be a Modern Warfare one, but hey, I'm open. But I, well, there's a ton of stuff out there right now. I mean, have you seen anything other than what your repeats are? Because I think I might have an idea on some of your repeats. Well, uh, first off, I am going to start off by mentioning the, well, the awesome, absolutely awesome Atari 50, the anniversary collection. It is something I think every retro gaming fan should experience. It is truly giving you not just the history that, that it gives you a detailed look at, the interviews, the secret documents that have been made public and obviously the not only a chance to play and interact with some of the games that have passed over a hundred games of the past there's also included some new enhanced versions of a lot of the classics that you know and remember so all these things that lined up into it i think the atari 50 the anniversary collection at 40 dollars on almost every platform that's currently out is just an awesome deal it's a steal and any retro gaming fan in your life or someone that you think that might be interested in learning more about the video game culture and what it was like in the 70s 80s and beyond i think they should get a hold of that that's first and foremost that's a really really good deal four dollars i mean over a hundred games i really think people should get into it oh absolutely i agree with you on that one that's See, I didn't even think of that off the top of my head, but you're right. That's definitely on there. That's a steal. One of the things I did also want to mention was when you go right now to a Best Buy or a Walmart or any of the major retailers out there, if you need a pretty cool gift that's on somewhat of the cutting edge, something that really can be a good value, the Xbox Series S is still on sale this holiday season and in some places actually went cheaper by ten dollars less than the sale price for black friday it actually went as low in some places as 240 as opposed to 250. it's in some places being sold at 250 but some places like walmart as i'm looking here subject to change when you're hearing or watching this it's showing at $239.99 right now on Walmart.com. Best Buy is still showing $250, but that's still a great deal right there for you. Target, you know, all these, they all have them in stock. In stock, <laughs> in stock absolutely. That's the key. Costco still combines a controller, extra controller with it for under $300. So that's still a great deal if you need two controllers. So yeah, just. You, if you need a, a console, if somebody's been asking for an Xbox, 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 and you cannot any longer wait for the X, the S is not a bad choice. Get them in the Games Pass. Get them the whole nine yards as far as bringing them into the world of Xbox. Hmm. And they just got support for the Quest. So that they VR support now as well for the... Exactly. So 240 250 at the lowest prices ever for the xbox series s wherever you can find it at major retailers should be there for you what a great price especially trying to find the ps5 still very hard to do still too expensive in certain countries around the world it's actually more expensive so yeah 
Right now, it's still the best deal in the house as a next-generation console, the Xbox Series S. So if you want that, it's right there for you. Great deal. Great deal indeed. Before we head to the break, my friend, I do want to mention as one last time, at least, probably I'll do it again because it really is just that good, and that is the Blade Runner role-playing game. What I've seen and what I've interacted with has just been so good. The whole set, the whole nine yards, you can find that today. Pretty much any of the major, major places to go as far as anywhere you go for tabletop RPG. Just It really is the best place to go. I, I suggest freeleaguepublishing.com. That's where I got it from. They do a great job there, Freya. Everybody does a great job out there. So my my props to them. You can also go to Drive Through RPG. They start around twenty five dollars for the core for, for some of the core sets and some of the items in there. The core rule book is twenty five dollars at Drive Through RPG. So really, go ahead if you're really interested in the Blade Runner IP. Brand new, just came out last week. Really, it's really popular right now. Looking at that, or Cyberpunk is there as well at some of the major outlets. Also, the One Ring, the One Ring. I know Melinda has been really getting into. So, if you're interested in tabletop RPG action, Blade Runner RPG, the One Ring, all great options. Go to Free League, Drive Through RPG, but Free League has been really great with us. So, I really want to go ahead and give a shout out to Free League Publishing. Great prices there as well. Go ahead and check it out if you're into something other than Dungeons and Dragons. Sounds good. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or if you want to go ahead and have any questions for last minute gift ideas, you know there's still time. Just got to go ahead. And if you need some help, please let us know. We'd love to help. Pop Culture Cosmos on social media or popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. If you're in the Las Vegas and Henderson areas and are looking to buy, sell, or trade the best in classic or current video games and pop culture collectibles, there's no better place to go than Retro City Games. From Xbox to PlayStation, Nintendo to Atari, the great crew at Retro City Games provides the best place to go for all your gaming options. Stop by their two awesome locations in Henderson and also the Las Vegas Strip or follow Retro City Games on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest deals and new items. Without a doubt, there's no better place to go for your gaming needs than your friends at Retro City Games. But my friend, before we head on out, just been great talking to you as always. Wanted to go ahead and mention I got something again in the box, in the box in preparation for CES which I hope you signed up for, which I reminded you already. Hmm. Mm. Did, Did you? I? Did I? I don't know. If you tell, give me that type <laughs> of answer, maybe you did. Maybe I did. Maybe you did. So hopefully you're going to Showstoppers with me and CES with me so we can take a look at all this cool stuff. But I will be interviewing them here at Showstoppers. They sent this to me in advance. That's Think Right Technologies. Think Right Technologies. Great company. I'm going to go ahead and interview them and talk to them at Showstoppers coming up here in a couple weeks. What I've got here first, this is the TW300. TW300. So taking a look at this, headsets. Headsets out there. Budget headsets, I believe, all under $50. In fact, I think I heard even under $40. So that's what they have in mind right here. The TW300. Look at this bad boy right here. Really, really looking cool. Liking what I'm, I'm going to actually go ahead and give these a test. I'm actually probably going to go ahead and send Melinda one. And maybe I even should send Jamie one as well since he's here. I might oh. drop by that place. You might see a blue package near your house here in the coming few, in the coming days as well, my friend. So. I'll keep my eyes open. You know, okay. that aesthetically, that looks a lot like those higher-end HyperX um, headset so that's pretty nice what's in the box what's in the box what's in the box what's in the box number two right here tw250 xg xg right there for you in the house baby i'm telling you my friend let's talk about this packaging guys this is all classy look at the nice plastic that everything is surrounded in that's nice think right think right that's think W-R-I-T-E Technologies. Think Right Technologies. Big shout out to them. I'm going to have a great conversation with them. 
this right here, this one right here, look at it right here. Awesome as well. TW250XG. Nice going to go ahead and we're going to make sure we give this a test and just make sure we go ahead and share our thoughts before we go ahead and talk to them just to hear everybody's thoughts on that. So I, I think I might have to float one of these over to Jamie and one over to Melinda just to make sure that they are able to go ahead and share their thoughts on this as well. So gonna I see have if they to... can handle mine. Yeah, you might have a, you might, I have a feeling know. Santa's going to be dropping one of these bags near your doorstep, my friend. So well, ho, ho, holy. ho, 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 what? Yeah. Okay. Ho, 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 indeed. All right. Exactly. Yes, yes. And last but not least right here, okay, another Ooh. Think Right Technologies headset. I, I can feel it already. It is the TW. 220 with my terrible eyesight now i gotta get my glasses on because my family rips me a new one when i don't have a anywhere if i don't put my glasses on because i don't think it's sexy enough for for uh my television set out there uh -oh. for all my streaming purposes i should say so here we go another one look at that very lightweight all three are lightweight which is first and foremost important to me because i used to have heavier headsets than these before i got these from uh, audio technica and they used to do a number on my head and my ears i used to get oh, yeah. so many earaches the and top headaches. of your ears would just feel like they were oh my gosh yes because you know how much i can blab and that's really not a good thing unless I... you're going ahead into podcasting <laughs> <laughs> but this right here yeah really solid so i'm looking forward to going ahead this is the usb connection on this one so i'll uh, tell you what i'm going to go ahead and float one of these to you i'm going to see if i can go and float one of these to, or excuse me santa gerald will go ahead and go on a sleigh gerald ride Claus? yes Santa, yes gerald Claus will go ahead and see if he can get on a sleigh aka a, a, a you know nissan rogue and <laughs> <laughs> just you know slide on over and see if i can deliver these to your store step and see what we can go there and also melinda uh you know hopefully i won't scare her when i'm you know just going ahead and driving or excuse me going by in my sled and just say hey melinda here you go so ho ho it's got to be less scary than amazon flex drivers so we're okay yeah okay fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. no i already told her she's gonna get one of these as well so Want to go ahead and make sure everybody knows that Think Right Technologies, really, really great company. Really cannot thank them enough for the opportunity in advance before I actually even speak to them. I'm going to go ahead and be able to try these out. We're going to try them out. Again, we're just really, really looking forward to it. Best place to go for this. Again, I'm going to give their website out, so hopefully you'll take a look at it. Encore Data Products. So right there for you with EncoreDataProducts.com slash think right if you type that in the whole site comes up and they're really looking there including the 250 xg gaming headset right there for you and also the tw200 and the 220 all right here for you looking that like just saw them just showed it to you and really really looking forward to get a chance to showing them on the air and hopefully even trying them out here in the not too distant future so definitely looking forward to that but if you have any questions on that Please go ahead, check us, check them out. Encoredataproducts.com slash thinkright. Tell them the Pop Culture Cosmos sent you. We, it'd be great if you did. Just let you know that uh, you know, we're thinking about them. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and have a conversation with them during the course of CES. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping Jamie will join me because, you know, we always have a good time. Back before, man. Last time we did it was right before the pandemic and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We were doing like... I guess I got the pictures of us right there. I'm looking at the picture right there when we made total fools out of each other right there in front of a live audience they, right there. Yeah. They so, told yeah. us to do it. So. Yeah. I remember, I remember that was also the, that was the free, was that the free loving one with the, uh, with the beads they gave us? Yeah. Like the and hippie stuff. the prop stuff for the hippie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It's hung up right there, right below my Avengers A. So I will tell you what, we'll make sure we have a good conversation with them. If you're welcome enough to join me on my friend, hopefully you'll be able to do so. And once again, it's the Pop Culture Cosmos heading back to CES. But again, if you can give some love to Think Right Technologies, please do so today at EncoreDataProducts.com. But my friend, it's been a great episode. 
Love unboxings, my friend. It's that always cool. I've been very blessed. I, you know, again, Freya at Free League with, with, uh, of course, the Blade Runner tabletop RPG, and now Think Right Technologies. Man, I'm getting all this cool stuff. I'm going to make sure that people know that they're awesome. But before we head on out, I got something a little bit more serious to talk to you about. And that's is when you go to your local Macy's these days, the latest gimmick that they have, they kind of teased the little thing last year. It was kind of like this little, what, little small area next to the cash wrap that kind of made it bigger this year. An eye cap, if you could call it that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. The big thing this year, though, is that they even advertised it, you know, and put some TV money into it. So, you know, they mm-hmm. actually serious is the return once again. I sound like William Shatner. Of t- <laughs> of we'll see over- yes. if we can yeah. grow up or not. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Space was so depressing being in space. We just wanted Jeffrey back. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, but- or did we? Or did we? Um, Toys R Us is the name of the game here that they've been doing advertisements on, even more so than their own products. I mean, yeah. It's just reminding you that they have a section dedicated, a whole section of the store dedicated to Toys R Us and a revival of Toys R Us. It's not its own store. But yeah, don't it's kind get of it twisted like, like it sounded for a minute. It's like a store like within that. a store, but it's kind of like like just think of like another department. You got your men's, yeah. You got your luggage at the Macy's. You got your jewelry, and then you're going to be meandering over to what will be the Toys R Us section. Right. So, I ask you, my friend. You know, it's great that Toys R Us is still alive in some semblance. You know, they tried to create some stores a couple of years back, and just you know, really didn't go over well because of the way it was designed. Just really wasn't kid friendly it was kind of like you know generation you know you name it friendly it wasn't it wasn't you know really it was targeting the parents more than the kids uh, which right. was really kind of disappointing but it ultimately was too expensive to, to have these kinds of stores so they kind of kind of nixed that and then basically they after they nixed that they uh went it with the toys r us in macy's stores but mm-hmm. Is this a real thing? Is this a good thing? Do you ultimately see maybe a future to maybe return of Toys R Us by itself in their own freestanding stores on a larger basis this next time around? Have you walked through one of these Toys R Us's in the Macy's? I didn't this year yet. I probably I have. A feeling, I have a feeling I will be the next few days for some last minute shopping. And, oof, yeah. But if. The revival of Toys R Us and Macy's stores is something that gets you excited to return to Toys R Us. Please let us know your thoughts. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. My friend, it's been great having you here. My longtime, my good friend, just my longtime friend, my compadre, just, just truly great to have you back. Once again, just thankful that you could join me on, on a venture once again in the world of pop culture. But before we head on out, please drop everywhere that you are at for your streaming ventures. Wow. So, well, as Gerald mentioned quite a few times, which you guys are probably sick of hearing, I am on Twitch. So it'd be twitch.tv slash koopadgen. That's K-O-O-P-A. almost forgot to spell my own thing. D-G-E-N. <laughs> um, also, same name, just cut out the Twitch part. I actually did set up a page for streaming also on Facebook Live. Um, and what else? YouTube as well. I have a YouTube. It's not that popular. It's not that great. Um, I also have tried to revive and probably will be reviving up Game Sources YouTube. Try and throw some of my little irrational killing adventures or what have you over there as well. There you go. Absolutely. The channel that only YouTube could kill and killed it did. Yes. With those copyright. Darn them. Yes, absolutely, indeed. <laughs> Back when it wasn't cool to be cancel cultured, we were cancel cultured. Yeah, by by Google themselves. Wasn't over anything controversial. It was over something. Oh yeah, that's a Sony game in the background. I guess we've got to go ahead and make sure you don't yeah. get any money off that those fifty to hundred thousand views. Yeah, there you go. You're out the door. You go. But what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? Such is the life of a streamer. True story. 
So for Coupe de Gin, a.k.a. Jamie Monroy, this is Gerald Glassford. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the pop culture cosmos. We wish you a happy holidays, and thank you so yes. much for listening. And here's hoping you have yourself a great You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Tangent Bound Network. Let your voice be heard. Tangentboundnetwork.com. Thanks so much for downloading the Pop Culture Cosmos and stay tuned as more great podcasts are on the way. Thanks again for listening to us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos.